The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I am, let me check my notes, your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby Griffin. Wah, feed me. Oh, wow. Wah, 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 change my poo-poo diaper. Hey, Griffin, you just actually gave me sh- shudders because I've got two kids now and Justin's got two kids. And the idea of introducing a new baby to my family again. Well, you are wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, Griffin no. um, it has introduced, this is actually a perfect segue, Griffin, what you've just said about the fact that you're what a baby. Was, what's that segue? <laughs> no, this Help is me good. Help understand with my baby brain. Milk, please. So here's, here's what I wanted to say. It's 20 funny, fill your life with laughter and love. And I feel like to do that, we're going to need to make changes in how we conduct ourselves in our daily lives. Uh, how no are you more taking care of yourself? Boy? No, no, it's not that. For this episode, I was thinking about sometimes in this podcast, and I hate to admit it, but sometimes we say things we don't mean to try to make people laugh. And um, that's shameful to admit, but I'm going to go ahead and like Griffin just said that he was a baby, but that's not true. Okay. I want to make that certifiable lie. Yeah. Yeah. That's not true. What Griffin just said. He's not a baby. For this episode, I'd like to say that, like, I just, I only want to say stuff that we really mean and we could really stand behind it as true. No. Can we, can I zero in real quick? Can we speak in metaphor and simile? Yeah. That's a literary thing. Okay. I just don't want you to say things you don't mean. But if I said, like, ugh, I'm a total baby, right? That's different than. I am a baby. Goo-goo-ga-ga. I think Justin's on some the giver shit where it's like you can't say, oh, man, I'm really starving right now because it's not because it's false. And okay. now we're going to like turn you into goo or whatever. It's yeah, been a while since just I read truth, the yeah. Just truth speak. Okay. Can I, I'd love to. Can I speak my truth for a moment? Yeah, yeah, please, Travis. Stretch your legs. This is not just a joke I'm making to be funny on the show. You this fucking don't true. have to clarify okay. We've that. We've already set it that up. so obviously the the premise if someone offered to pay me a hundred thousand dollars i could not name who is playing in the big game this year okay this is interesting okay i was i am in the same boat travis i was informed last night by my wife of who the teams are in it um i believe this one's going to be the four nines and i think it's also going to be the chefs in this one, great googly moogly. Now, you remember okay. that? Now, no, wait, Griffin, do you remember no, no. great googly moogly from Justin? I want to play along with this bit, but if I can't reference the great googly moogly Snickers commercial, then I, what the fuck are we even doing? Here? Okay, but I love that, but I do want to say you said the chefs, and I need to dial in okay. and to see if you think the name of the professional football outfit is the chefs or if you have violated our contract of speaking the I truth. I also said the four nines, and it's, I feel that like. That could be, that's debatable. <laughs> Actually, it is a four and a nine. Yeah, no, I got a, a buddy who's like a diehard Chiefs fan. He's over the moon excited. So I, I'm trying to glom on to to that to give uh, it, the, even the little bit, littlest bit of a shit uh, about that Super Bowl. But I will say, and this is my honesty, you know this, the shine done come off that holiday apple uh, as soon as my body stopped being able to process buffalo flavorings yes <laughs> as soon as as soon as my tummy was like what's the plan for tonight chief it's sunday big game i'll be like oh i don't i was gonna go over to my friend's house uh cool 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 here's a list of rules no <laughs> no ranches no buffaloes no you may cheesies. have a plate of ancient grains you may have yeah, one bowl of quinoa I knew I knew that I knew that it was over when during my Super Bowl planning I uttered the phrase, "Oh yeah, nice. I think they have a cauliflower crust." That Ooh. is it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. So anyway, I am looking forward to seeing the boys out there throw, throwing old hog ball around trying to get all- it's so hard to be earnest for for one whole 60 minutes. You said period. you're looking forward to it, but then earlier you said you didn't give a shit. So which is it, Griffin? 
I mean, I want to see the boys throw the hog ball. I want to see that. I want to see that hog sack get chucked. I'm going to say that I like just an event where a lot of people seem to be, you know, culture is so fractured now. Mm. I like an event where everybody's just kind of on the same page and watching the same thing they don't really care about very much. But at least we're all getting together and doing it like we used to. You know, I think I think I don't know, and I haven't cared <laughs> until, no, until we're being so moment. honest. It's Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Holy hell! That's Will gonna it? be that one's gonna be good. Pepsi's gonna do us right on that one. I wonder if they'll use drones. I bet they'll use drones. They've used drones the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. I mean, they'll probably both open their mouths, letting out a swarm of nano drones, uh, which will uh, <laughs> go into the audience and give everybody a set of new AirPod Pros. Now, Griffin, do you think? Yeah. Do you earnestly think? <laughs> I think that's a real us. scenario that could happen. <laughs> I'm just. Do you think that that's a scenario that could happen? I think it. J- hey, it can happen. Mm. So that's going to be a new thing that I'm working. It could happen. That's our obligatory football discussion. Um, uh, far more earnest this year than past years. I. That's listen, about I, where we're at with the Super Bowl. I don't know if the audience enjoyed it, but I did. I like not having to put up a front and pretend like I care. Now, that said, I'll probably tune in. I'll probably check out maybe like a middle 14, 15 minutes. The best bit. Oh, that's the the heart of it. Yeah. It? I'll watch the, the seven minutes before the halftime show. You don't, you don't want to watch the last two quarters when all the boys are so tired already. So tired. And they're sending in, let's be honest, second and third string players. Yeah, here comes fucking Dan Marino. Do you think there is a player on the team that knows they're the worst? Oh, yeah. And (laughs) is going into the game hoping, just like wondering, like, I might get there. There is like maybe three to four people on the planet that are going to this game thinking like, I might get to play in the Super Bowl (laughs) and I might not. Well, I actually don't know if I'll be participating in this year's Super Bowl. Here's what I'll say, Jamie. If they're anything like me, having been the worst player on a lot of teams in my life, yeah. they're probably thinking, God, I hope I don't have to play in the Super Bowl. Fuck, I hope fine. my dad's not here. Wow. Yeah, I'm fine sitting on the bench. I, I have the best seat in the house. Are you kidding a me? Sort of, a sort of, Travis was sort of an anti-Rudy. Yes. Please don't send me out there. Uh, his, I, his, I, whole, his whole team laid their, their jerseys down on the coach's desk saying, don't seriously though. Don't Travis will die. Tra- have you seen Travis's body? Holy shit! If you hey, put him out there, to Travis wrestle, asked us to come in here and tell you. He said he was worried about quote being annihilated. So <laughs> here's my jersey. Please don't put him in, Coach. Travis is just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. He's watching the game on his phone on the bench. Please don't put Travis in. He's holding a big sign that says, "I got ringworm." Yes, I do. So like, I don't even think he's allowed to be. On the court. I don't think Travis showed up. I think he just kind of Skyped into the game. Please don't Mm -hmm. put iPad Travis on the field. Let's do our show. This is our show. Well, let's do the real real stuff. Get to the middle eight. I want to get to the middle 14, as Travis has called it. Yes. Where do I look when I'm being serenaded by my boyfriend? For the exit! (laughs) (laughs) The only options I can think of are to stare at him dead in the eyes and smile awkwardly look at my phone, mm. or pretend to be tired and fall asleep. Each option sucks, but I really like his music. That's from Creepily Staring in Washington State. Wow, that's actually a genuine, that's a difficult question to answer. It's I'm a real really, one. I'm really glad you clarified that you do enjoy yeah. the being serenaded experience, because otherwise I would no, 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 They enjoy the music. Ooh. The serenading mm. experience uh, Griffin, probably sucks shit. I read your mind. You're talking about a masked singer kind of scenario, but maybe masked listener. <laughs> that's, now that's, we're talking. A, now we're cooking. Yeah. Imagine masked singer, but Chrissy Teigen is the one in the mask. Maybe she's paying attention. Maybe she's not. We the, don't the know. The nice thing about... This is once you establish your masked listener character, you could maybe sub in your nephew or dog if you get bored of the music. Let me suggest this response. You uh, kind of push your fingertips together, crease, you know, uh, make make like a triangle with your hands, Mm. and you close your eyes, 
and you kind of like tell them, yes, go on, go on. And you nod along with your eyes closed. You are just soaking it in. I got to close my, I'm using too many of my other senses. I'm going to plug up my dang nose and cover my eyes so that my ears are like, hell yeah, baby. We got more energy. The ship has transferred more energy over to us, the ears. Uh, may- maybe you could look look at your boyfriend and say, wow, this music is really cool, and you know what that's got me itching for. Chica-chica. And then you put on some shades. Oh, hey, oh okay. So, so far, cool, are, are all cool of these shades? earnest answers? No. Yeah, I mean, I think all of them would be good. Maybe not the masked singer one, but I, I would do the kind of steeple fingers. Steeple fingers closing your eyes is very good. I think sabotaging it, but in a loving way, is also uh-huh. really good. Where just like as soon as he starts playing, as soon as he starts playing Wonderwall, you can just kind of like, yeah, man, yeah, that's great. I love this. You if you do, do that my... enough, then they, there's no way they're going to be able to keep tempo. This is this rocks, dude. Yeah, would, you could do what my be... daughter does and just say no, no singing. Well, that's not it. Obviously. No, that's um, I have I, my problem with the closing your eyes and making steeple fingers is I feel like if you do that exact thing, when your boyfriend finishes playing, he's going to be very disappointed if you don't open your eyes and are just like, "That's it, I've heard enough." Yeah, this is the sound I've been looking for. <laughs> Sign this contract. Welcome to Superstar Records. You're coming. You're- I've been Randy Jackson the whole time. And I've been deep, deep undercover. Now, can you start clapping loudly and tell your boyfriend to match your tempo? Oh, that's great. Mm, Maybe yeah. throw yeah, a cymbal at them. Hit it on the hit it on the one and the three. Yep. Give them that. What? Just really goof them up. You're dragging. Um, you could focus really intently on his fingers. Like, how is he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Just lean in closer and closer. I'm Do like, it, what? Santana. I'm loving this. I, okay, I'm trying to put myself in the position. The closest I think I've ever been is like when uh, my friends were in bands uh, or, you know, were were writing music or something, mostly in college, and would play me some of their stuff uh, and just like on their computer and I had to be there. And I think we can all agree the eyes are a non-starter. You cannot look in the eyes because that's the window to the soul. And sometimes you're not ready to see what, is in swirling around on there. So most of the time I would just kind of look down at the ground and then like after a few bars, I just kind of get a smile on my face. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you just sort of nod my head like, yeah, this is a, the 100% earnest answer of just like, I can't look at you, but you can tell from my bump in my head and smiling that this is a great little slice of Americana. Literally Griffin, as you were, even before you said like bopping the head, I want you to know I started instinctively started it. bopping my head, just picturing listening to music because, and you're right because if I'm looking you in the eyes while you play your music, and I'm bobbing my head, it's going to be impossible for me not to start to say things like, "Oh yeah, oh uh huh, that's it, you're doing it." Like, it's like there is no way I could just make eye contact and bob my head because here's the thing: if you start that way. At some point, you have to look away. And no matter when that happens, it's going to be bad. Right? Because then it's like, and no more. Playing guitar is a shameful thing. Uh And it should be done in private. That's... I don't feel that way. I actually think that there are many contexts in which a little guitar music is nice. And obviously, there's a lot of people that make a living from guitar music. So I don't actually think that it's a shameful thing. Carlos Santana. That's one. Mentioned him earlier. Uh Uh-huh. Joe Satriani. Okay. Two. Um, Bella Fleck plays banjo, which is just around guitar. Okay. <laughs> to name yeah, three guitarists, one of them had to play banjo for you. Okay, interesting. He's a rural jazz banjoist. Um, here's a Yahoo that was sent in by Graham Robach. Thank you, Graham. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call Bella Fleck who asks, how can I ask my friends to throw a pie in my face on my B-Day? Oh. So my B-Day, it's coming up, and I'm going to go all out for drinks and food. Funny thing is, I've always wanted to be pied in the face. I'll be be drunk, so it will be even more funny. 
<laughs> but I'm going to be wearing party slash going out clothes and will def have makeup on. So I want to get messy to make it more funny. But at the same what? time, not completely ruin my outfit. I'll probably be wearing a leather skirt and bodysuit IDK, but I really want to make this the B-Day I get pied in the face. How do I go about <laughs> doing this? Like asking also what kind of pie would be best to be thrown in my face? I would like something that is comical, like makes a splat sound when the pie hits me in the face. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Obvs. Obvs, you want a splat sound. Obvs. You don't want like a pecan pie. That would just hurt. <laughs> Fuck, that would be rough. That would be so good. That's rough. a dense pie experience. Heads up, clang, boing, 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 boing. It just fell to the ground, unaffected. It made a perfect mold of my face. <laughs> like one of those pin toys. That's no, no this, good. You want like a quick, in fact, just a pie tin, a, an aluminum, soft, like flexible pie tin full of whipped cream. It's really all you need. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's funnier though if it's got cherries and some crust well um, cherries I, are gonna stain maybe like a, a custard hey this is maybe a perversion but now i'm just thinking about what it would feel like to have your face sort of slowly pressed into a pumpkin pie <laughs> sort of pumpkin pie that. is different pumpkin pie is solid that would make us holy you want to talk about the splat sound pumpkin yeah. pie is gonna get you there baby what about a cheesecake a cheesecake's gonna make that same yucky splat oh <laughs> shit Here's the problem. I don't think, I think just to run it back to the very beginning of the premise, mm. I think that in the asking, you ruin it. Mm. Right? Because then you're going to be like spending the whole even, like your anticipation. This is one of those things where sometimes anticipation makes you excited for something, but knowing a pie is coming because you asked them to do it removes all spontaneity of it. Right? Like, it seems to me. Oh, I think it just makes it more delectable because then you know that <laughs> it's creamy, coming at any moment. Surprise could <laughs> come at going, any moment. I think it's got to be reverse psychology, though. I think for weeks ahead of your birthday, you have to say things like, "I just whatever we do, guys, I just don't want to get pied in the face." Am I right? Huh? Yeah. I, that would be that's... too silly for me to even deal with. Turn on a fucking ep turn on an episode of What Would You Do with Mark Summers, not with John Quinones. And it's just like every time anybody gets slimed or splattered or pie, just be like, oh, ugh, the indignity. Oh, can you even uh, believe it? Did you see that? Um, he got pied in the face. He oh. could have gotten killed. I would like to a ask a request on behalf of uh, uh, all of the restaurant and bar owners that you may be attending on your birthday. Uh, I would kindly request that you not do that sort of in my business mm -hmm. i would very much like to not have to sort of deal with the repercussions of your pie mess okay here's what you do and justin i've taken your concerns into uh into consideration here it's a first and well okay hey we don't need to air that in front of everybody but and you're not gonna mess up your outfit this way oh but this is going to have to be uh something executed by your friends so Stop mm. listening for a second. Friends, listen. You're going to put the pie on the table in front of them. You're going to say, I worked so hard on this pie. And I put a little something extra special in the whipped cream. Smell it and see if you can guess what it is. And then you're going to push their face into it. No pie I in see. face. Face in pie. It's going to control That's the great. whole splatter. I tell you what, man. Just start, you could, if you want to do it Travis's way, you could just slowly scoop spoonfuls of pie filling and cream directly onto the areas of the face. Almost like you're doing some sort of rejuvenative mask. Because yes. like, if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to just sort of break the laws, as Travis has suggested, you know that this is this person's yucky splat perversion, and that is not going to get the fucking job done, Travis. They, yeah. need, they need the terror of it. They need the horny fear <laughs> of this pie. <laughs> what if What if you're, you're so excited for this, you think this is going to be the funniest shit in the world, and then your friends pie you, and suddenly you realize, like, I fucking hate this. Have, like, you, have you two boys ever been pied in the face? Yes, I've been pied in the face. I got pied in the face think. at church once, not during even youth group, <laughs> during a Sunday during a Sunday sermon about gambling. I don't think I have. I got splatted right in the face, and folks, let me tell you at home, it's funny, but <laughs> you are being hit in the face with an object. Yes. And that feels bad. You have to come from the side, by the way. 
It, it can't be direct at nose because there is a plate in there. Feels no good. And you I got to aim for the cheek. Aim for the cheeks. So maybe that's the secret. But I definitely think that this is a nasty thing that this person wants for sex reasons and sex purposes. <laughs> What's with all the judgment? I'm not judging. I'm stating a fact. You actively said nasty. No, oh, they like that like it's with three they, A's. They like that it's nasty, nasty. Justin. Okay. Like when I call oh, them a ne- when I call right. them a sick freak, that's part of it for them. Capital S, <laughs> capital F. They Can I love ask you guys, that. In the grand fullness of time, with everyone who's ever lived on the planet. Do you think that at least once someone has died from getting yes. pied in the face? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 100%. I okay. think probably half a dozen clowns have died. Yeah, for this reason. Here's what I imagine happened. A first timer pies their friend in the face, uh-huh. they leave it on there for two minutes. Oh. And they just keep their hand up there, all of a sudden their friend <laughs> just collapses in a pile on the floor. It's not funny anymore. No. Oh, I could see that. I could also see maybe getting, like like I said, direct on nose, direct nose hit, but you come up and at an angle like we're all afraid of when you get hit in the nose, right in oh, the brain. That's it. So I think let's just put out a PSA, folks. Pie the butt, pie the crotch. One of those two is going to be even funnier, and there's not going <laughs> to so be funny. a lot of bad uh, brain brain based damage. To I'm it. just going to say belly button pie. It's not bad. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. A pie hitting you anywhere is funny. A pie that's anywhere funny. but being held in your hands to be served at a table. That's not where a pie should be. Comedy is all about the unexpected. <sighs> Upside down on top of the head. Don't do it right that's side funny. up on top like of the a head. Cool hat. You'd, you'd have to balance it. How about an- uh, I- uh, here comes another question. I made a fuck ton of chili, which I plan to freeze in batches and consume over a long period of time. However, I just lost my job. So for the moment, all I have to eat is chili. How can I spice up my chili eating to make it a bit more diverse? This is from too much chili in chili. Pronounced Chilei, New York. It's Chila. Too much chili in New York. It's so weird that you live there, by the way. What a coincidence. Considering. You have a lot of chili. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You don't want to eat the chili, but you must. Yeah. <laughs> because- of, They did want to eat the chili, broadly speaking. They wanted yes, to, they eat wanted to over, eventually eat the chili. Right. But in this economy? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but I assume it means that you, you got to eat the chili. But how can you spice up? All right. Let's get all the bad Cincinnati-based bullshit out of the way. Spaghetti. Gone. Hot dogs. Tiny hot dogs. Little, little dogs. (laughs) Little Franks. If I may. Can I make a point, though? I do want to be clear. If they had money for hot dogs, this wouldn't be an issue. This is not the question that is before us. They are not buying other food. They need to spice up just chili. Like, you can't say, like, put it on top of a burger. That's not the the option here. I think we need to get... Kind of uh, like a, like a gastro pump. Maybe take this molecular science kind of thing. Maybe we need to freeze dry some chili. <laughs> oh, okay, I was gonna say I don't know. I mean, okay, you freeze dry the chili trap, but you don't have money to go out and buy liquid nitrogen. So I guess you just okay. put it in the freezer for a long time. Yes, and then this is my grate. chili popsicle. You grate that. Ooh, chili popsicles is very very good. You can reduce it and keep reducing it. Yes. Until it's just gone. And that can be a oh, fun science like a, experiment for maybe kids. Maybe like a chili uh, like a chili mist that you just puff. <laughs> chili volcano. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> spicy yeah. prank slime. Maybe a chili huff IV. Chili. Huff the, the chili. chili. <laughs> Use its abrasive properties to cleanse maybe your face skin. Throw some chili and some ice cubes into a blender. <laughs> Make yourself a smoothie. That only works if you've got a blender. If you don't, stuff the chili and ice cubes in a big Ziploc bag and just start stomping, baby. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, rather than we spice up the chili itself, we rather make the consumption experience more interesting. Take the chili with you to different locations. Enjoy your chili at the movies. Enjoy your chili while feeding the ducks. Would you, could you in a boat? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to give you guys an idea and just tell me... (laughs) Tell me if it's anything, okay? Because I'm not really sure right now. Okay. Yeah. Is it earnest? But yeah, it is earnest. This is something you could do. Um, what if you added 
a little bit of salt to the chili, okay? And then you tasted it. Okay. And then you added more salt and you just tasted it again. And then you kept repeating that process until it was so salty that you couldn't, you really just couldn't, you know what I mean? Uh And then the next day you do the exact same thing again and with presumably more salt. You build up a tolerance. (laughs) so yeah, so what I'm thinking is at the end of this experience, it will be have been difficult for you, but you'll be able to brag like no matter how salty that chili is, I'll be able to enjoy it. I can take my chili saltier than anybody anybody you know. I can take the saltiest chili down, no problem. Hey Terry, how are you? Just- well, it's been a rough month. And- Um, But the good news is, no matter how salty a chili, I'm never going to send a chili back for being too salty. A lot of people would try spice, make it spicier and spicier and build up. I think that that reeks of a sort of false machismo. I don't think you You should do that. You want the most brackish chili that exists. (laughs) Give me the Dead Sea chili. Yeah, Justin, you realize all chili. The uh, the other side of this is that all chili is going to taste absolutely fucking flavorless. Yes, it'll be like eating chili in a commercial for antidepressants. Like you'll yeah. take a bite and he's like, mm. you'll look down and it'll be gray. Eating chili, everything's all gray. Uh, yeah, but like you will have a fun personality quirk of like, hey, I went to go eat chili with Derek and. This is going to sound insane when he unscrewed the top of the salt shaker and just dumped it right in. Oh, you mean you mean never piss Derek? <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about shriveled Derek. The weirdest part was all the deer in his yard looking to lick him. That was yeah. that was maybe the strangest part of going to Derek's house. This is so I'm really enjoying this, and that last one was kind of funny. Um, but I do think it's about the time in the recording where we should stop for a moment to read the messages from our sponsors. All right, Travis, now do advertisements without saying anything you don't mean. I love me undies. All of my underpants are me undies. Oh, All of my favorite. Um... What? Um. <clears throat> uh, why don't you marry him? There, there's no law in the books just yet that says I can marry them, but we'll see. That's what you say. 2020. Now, that was not earnest. I don't think in 2020 there will be a law in the books <laughs> that will let me marry my underpants. Who can but say? This <laughs> is this, earnest. This government. Fair. This is earnest. That if I, if there was a mandatory law that said I had to commit to wearing one kind of underpants for the rest of my life, I would choose MeUndies. Um, and here's the thing, not only do I love MeUndies, they love you. And to show how much they love you, MeUndies has not one, but three new Valentine's Day prints, so you can match with your faves this year. Whether you're matching, uh, well, okay, now MeUndies, you put, even your dog. Is that Ernest MeUndies? Yeah, man, they got dog clothes. Do you buddy have bands. dog underpants? Yeah, dog buddy bands. I want to match my pet. Hey, it was Ernest, and I earnestly apologize for questioning you. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Uh, hey, can I say something, Ernest? Yes. Hey, Vern. Ah, there it is. Very good. Yes. Finally, Shut- earned hey, it. Don't fucking do that to me. Don't I do liked that it. to me. We've been doing this 500 episodes. Don't do that to me. I liked I it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Stitch Fix is our next one. <laughs> uh, Stitch Fix is great. They send you a box that's going to be f- just chock-a-block full of clothes. And those clothes are going to be picked out by expert stylists at Stitch Fix who are going to work with you to figure out what you like, what fits, what's going to feel nice on you, what's your preference. Is it a season coming up? They'll f- 
keep that in mind. They'll ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. And then you're going to try it on, and you just pay for whatever you keep. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free, and also the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. So if you want to get started, you just go to stitchfix.com slash mybrother. You're going to answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper is going to ship you a box of stuff. Uh, so get started today. Stitchfix.com slash mybrother. Get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That is stitchfix.com slash mybrother. You wept as we crafted the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Dude, he, like, he forgives Darth Vader. Lisa <laughs> still love you, yeah. Annie. <laughs> you gasped out loud at the shocking twists of Face Off 2. Face is wild. He takes his kid's face. What? <laughs> We're writing an entire screenplay week by week on Story Bricks Season 2, Heaven Heist. Hey folks, Freddie Wong here with some exciting news about Story Break, the writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals have one hour to spin cinematic gold. We're shaking up our format by turning Heaven Heist, one of our favorite ideas we've ever come up with on the show, into a full screenplay. Heaven Heist is an action comedy about a crew of misfit gangsters robbing the celestial bank of heaven. Think of Coco meets Point Break. Join us as we write this crazy movie scene by scene and get an inside look at the screenwriting process on our podcast Story Break every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. <laughs> I want a munch! Squad! I want a munch! Squad! Pizza Hut will reward first set of twins born after Super Bowl. What? How? Why? Pizza Hut's going for two. And hoping a couple lucky parents can convert on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh boy. They mean give birth to human life. The the pizza restaurant returns to Super Bowl Live for its second year as the official pizza sponsor of the NFL on February 2nd. This year, the family that welcomes the first set of twins born after kickoff is going to get amazing prizes. Oh, boy. The press release goes on to say that family has always been part of Pizza Hut's DNA, which is why the restaurant will honor the MVPs making their own special deliveries this Sunday. The winning family will get a trip for two to next year's Super Bowl LV. Mm -hmm. Two years of free pizza and in honor of its ongoing commitment to literacy through its iconic Book It program, will also reward $22,000 to kick off the Twins' education funds, along with a custom-curated starter library and a hand-picked by the Book It team. So Pizza Hut's book experts will pick books to send to your children. Now, one thing that I find engaging about this is that the people they have chosen to fly somewhere to a football game for two, they know for a motherfucking <laughs> fact, have two 12-month-olds almost to the day. <laughs> right. Extremely close to that. So there is, I would say, a thin chance of the parents cashing this in. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of a foolproof, foolproof system they've worked in. The two years of pizza, they'll be gaga about. No question about it. The 22 large. That's all right. That's damn for decent sure. These people are not going to the Super Bowl. They're not going to do it. They're just not going to do it. Who better to help Pizza Hut welcome the first set of twins on the biggest day in football than Super Bowl Lee champs and identical twins Devin and Jason McCordy? Uh, we know parents don't get an off season. So what? twins and parents oh. are. You heard me. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Shit, man. As twins and parents ourselves, we're pumped to help honor. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Pumped. We can't win? Shit. Aw, oh, beans. Shit. Dang. We're pumped to help honor one lucky family welcoming twins on Super Bowl Sunday. We have awesome family memories with Pizza Hut growing up. And from the beginning... <laughs> mm-hmm. Treasured Pizza Hut memories. Our dad, Pizza Hut, would take us fishing. Uh, we've always been passionate about food, family, and football. Those last two make sense, but what's the first one have to do with Pizza Hut? <laughs> it feels great to be a part of Super Bowl campaign that spotlights all three. So here's what you gotta do. 
Parents with twins born during the game simply need to post a photo to Twitter of their new baby, including exact times of birth with a hashtag PHTWIN2WIN to win and hashtag promotion and tag at Pizza Hut oh to be included for consideration. There is, I can't express, there will be people yes. who will spin mm-hmm. among the first moments of their child's life, at least a few seconds, they will steal to stare at their phones to tweet. <laughs> Hurry, Doc, Doc, give me that baby. To Pizza Hut. Give me that baby. Don't wash it off. Just, I, there's no time. Oh, there's no we time. Gotta you the- gotta be first. <laughs> Honey, pl- there will be people who will have th- some permutation of this fucking conversation. Honey, please keep the babies in uh-huh. for just another moment. So I can tweet a picture of them to Pizza Hut after the game kicks off. Please, I I beg of you. I gotta wait until I see that beautiful hog sack flying through the sky (laughs) to indicate that football has begun. And then, oh, babe, you're screaming so loud. I know, it's not good. Once that big, beautiful ball arcs through the air, then the baby can crown and our life together can begin with this child. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to tweet a picture of our (laughs) infant to Pizza Hut. Don't forget the hashtags, honey. Both of them. Fuck. Fuck, that's dire. The least they could have done. (laughs) The least Pizza Hut could have done is told us about this contest last April. Yes. So that... Willing couples can market to the day, early May, pork down, drink whatever kind of tea you need to drink in order to make two of them happen, and try to aim your shot then. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of people who are like, oh, shit, my baby's due in like December. Ah, shit, my baby, my baby's not due until April. That sucks. Tell me last April so I can take a fucking, so I can line up my shot and throw that dart and see what happens. Can I tell you, boy, something? We're missing a huge thing here, which is, I don't know about you guys, but Baby Dot was a scheduled C-section. There is 1,000% some parents out there going, would you happen to have any slots on Sunday? It's so grisly. Oh, I can't. I'm watching the big game. Ah, Shit. All the doctors are watching the big game. Yeah, but if you tried to schedule it during the big game, the doctor would probably tell you, no, thank you. I'll be enjoying the big game. You can't schedule it. You have to trick me into coming with a series of riddles <laughs> that lead me to the hospital. Hey, and then and only then. What's doctor, that? You're throwing hey, a party at this address? And I just need to show up? Oh, qu- wait a minute. Wait a second. There's an OR here. Um, Not expecting twins? No worries. There's still a chance to be a winner. See if you can find another baby that looks just like your baby. Uh, I, I, I would argue that by not expecting twins, I am feeling pretty much like a winner already. Thank you very much, Pizza Hut. I don't need you to prop me up. But no worries. I will still have worries, Pizza Hut. Thank you. Keep an eye on the Pizza Hut Twitter handle throughout the game on Super Bowl Sunday for a chance to win great prizes. <laughs> we'll be giving away two babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye on. Did you mean to say keep an eye on this fucking hashtag to see the adults that tweet a picture of their twins to Pizza Hut? Because I am going to be doing that yeah, for sure. sure. Hey, uh, just real quick. Just checking in, Pizza Hut. What if it's triplets, but I only take pictures with two of the babies? Mmm. It's not called going for three. It's not their field goal challenge. Damn it. Uh, hey, how about a Yahoo? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Here's one uh, was sent in by Emma Cant. Thank you, Emma, for also emailing us and letting us know Wait. about the... What? I think it's called... No, it's nope. not. No, I received an email saying from Emma. Thank you, Emma. Sorry, I goofed it up so bad so many times. It's from Yahoo Answers user Trickster who asks, I was at a zoo today. And I had my backpack open. When I got home, I realized a small animal had flown inside. Should I return it to the zoo? What? The subtext. Eh. The text of this question Uh is that they have stolen an animal, a small bird, 
or flown might mean they they may say like flown like when I say ooh that beautiful hog sack is flying through the sky after yeah. being thrown by you know Brett Brett whatever. Can we just for a moment agree that whoever wrote this question not specifying the animal is perhaps so wild. it's one of the weirdest parts about the like if if it's like it's a squirrel or a sparrow like no just let it go outside but if you're like it's a i don't know baby hippo or some shit yeah i think we've talked about this before correct me if i'm wrong but when a bird like a pigeon flies into a zoo a city zoo and it's uh-huh. just like chilling it's not part of zoo at that point right it's not it has not become a temporary sort of floating exhibit for zoo that has to be That's true. true. Yes. I mean, sometimes, though, yeah. I do see kind of more, like, there's a lot of zoos that I feel like just let their peacocks just wander around because they think they're not going to hurt anybody, but they're so big, and when they spread their tails out, I feel like they're very scary and are capable of anything. There's got to be a couple peacocks that just wandered in off the street. Are those zoo now? Huh. Now, you say wandered in off the street, which would lead me to wonder, where is this zoo? Oh, New York City, baby. Home the big of apple. The natural um, peacock home. So I stole a penguin from the zoo because I read a cool uh, book, uh, a cool autobiography about a penguin haver uh, that I really liked. And so I thought I would get uh, one for myself. And how do I get it back into the zoo, though? Yeah. Because you know they check your bags. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to go back to the zoo and say, I would like to donate my animal to this zoo. And then they'll look at it and be like, that's little Jeremy. We know, we know no. this bird. We know, we're, we're zoo. We know which one is Jeremy. You have put a mustache on Jeremy. Yeah, we know him, we know him. Oh, instantly. that would be kind of fun actually t- to Jeremy to put like kind of a, a sunglasses and fun shoes and a tank top yeah. on him and just walk him into the park and say he's your um, nephew. This is my nephew Jeremy. I want to show him the zoo. This- and then as soon as you're through the threshold, you 180 walk out and then it's just a small penguin boy waddling around the park. <laughs> Somebody's going to pick him up, no question, and get him back where he belongs. At the end of the day, he is still a penguin. Before you go, yeah. before you go into zoo, that's your nephew whose feet makes loud sounds when he walks. Yes. Although you did already pay the ticket price yeah. to get you and your nephew in, you could at least just enjoy your day. Just show them just around. Just enjoy your day first. Show them around as the concession stands if they have any fish. Yep. And go look at the tigers and be like, you'll never fuck with one of those. <laughs> Jeremy, don't even trip well, on it. Well, that's a great point because that's the thing when you think about birds, birds, when you're a pigeon, right? You might not be part of zoo, but right. you get to consume all of zoo. But when you're a penguin, can you imagine if a penguin, you just took it over and said, hey, look at that animal. And it was like, look whoa. At that ele- hey, elephants exist. What the fuck? How does it feel? I think that if I'm at zoo uh-huh. and I ask one of the animals if it wants to come home with me and it says it indicates that it does mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i don't think it's right that the zoo would be able to stop that <laughs> i think that's fair <laughs> i think that's if so i go true. to the penguin exhibit at the st louis zoo and i walk up and those penguins are so close and i see a cute little rock hopper he comes right up to me he's like Burp. and i'm like oh shit oh shit are you feeling this and the rock, rock hopper is <laughs> like i'll be like hey little bud um, my house is not really set up for it, but I can get like a little freezer or I could like figure something out for you and keep you in fish. But I like, I'm feeling this and I know it's not make believe. This is like the beginning of before sunset. Like you seem pretty chill. Do you want to come home with me? I should be able to take him home or else it's not zoo, is it? It's jail. <laughs> That's fair. I think zoos should be more like a library than a zoo. Than a zoo. <laughs> Return it. <laughs> I will check this hyena out once <laughs> once I have tired of it and learned about it and grown 
with mm-hmm. it, if I may, I will return it in the slot that you have provided outside <laughs> hyena for hyenas. Yeah, I'll put it right in the hyena now, hole. Now, to be fair, you only use the hyena hole if it's after hours. Oh, and also, if it's a hyena, don't put little Jeremy in the hyena hole. <laughs> no, no, oh no, no. Oh my God, no. He's oh got God, his own no, little no, no. penguin boy hole. That's where he goes. Put him in the, where the penguin boys go. Yikes. I'm just saying, if nothing else, I should be allowed to check animals out of the zoo. Yep. For Instagram. Okay. Interesting. This is actually, you should be allowed to. It's actually kind of a denial of your rights yes. as an American that you can't check an uh, animal. Hey, if the zoo, okay, th- if the zoo came to you and said, you have to check out an animal for a week, uh-huh. and I'm, this is again, earnest, what animal would you check out for a week? Hmm. You will be solely responsible for its care. I would take a fennec fox. You didn't even fucking hesitate to bring a carnivore into your home with an infant. It is smaller than Buttercup. Buttercup is like, yeah, Buttercup eats meat. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about her eating my baby. Well, I am, but only a little. So has the fennec fox been, um, uh, let me think, bred genetically over millennia to not eat your baby? Oh, I'm sorry, Justin. I didn't know you were a fan of eugenics. Well, okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Incorrect. It's GMO. That's oh, different. It's different. Look, With foxes, it's more GMO. I'm, I'm reading here. It eats mainly insects, small mammals, and birds. And shits, well, you don't fucking know, do you? Two <laughs> okay, your what's house. your answer then, smarto? <laughs> what? Obviously a fish. You put it in water and fuck off for a week. Who cares? Yeah, but what's Here's the some... benefit? You're saying, no benefit. You're saying this that this is like a punishment that the zoo is enforcing on you. I, I barely want my cats. Like, and, and I'm supposed to watch a fox? No way. Griffin, what animal You guys are you... thinking of the least worst animal. And I like the right, least. That is impact. what I'm doing. I'm trying to enrich my life. You know, I'm taking home a Dunstan. Oh boy, Griffin, that's <laughs> going to go you so have bad. No idea the hell you know I'm that will be elation your Dunstan home. because <laughs> I've got a Faye Dunaway that I need to perplex and bamboozle. <laughs> Griffin McElroy. I've got a fucking Jason Alexander that I need to pull one on. There is I, no amount of setup you could do in your home to be ready for a Dunstan. prepare you for dun- this. That's why the sequel is called Nothing Will Prepare You For <laughs> Nothing Can Stop This Madness. Nothing Will Prepare You For Dunstan is the sequel to Dunstan Checks In, which is for 90% of our audience, a movie about um uh, um. I don't even want to say it. Can we have, okay, can we have a word that's like both monkey and ape? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, <laughs> so I you think, don't okay. fuck with it every we'll time. We'll just say orangutan. He is an orangutan. Yes. So we'll just say that is, that's every monkey and ape. That's yes. gorillas, that's monkeys. It's the, we're good. But like, if I had a Dunstan, I could do funny pranks to Jason Alexander uh-huh. and Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. I could, and also, he could help me with stuff. Like your homework? Mm. No. Trav, I'm being earnest. He could help okay. me with the cooking. He could help me clean up. <laughs> okay. He could help me hurt Faye Dunaway. <laughs> if I wanted She's to, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to hurt Faye Dunaway, but if I did, I think that this is the monkey slash ape slash whatever for the job. Oh, you know what? I changed my answer. You know what animal I would take home from the zoo? Hmm. Man. So you take a human person home. Yeah. I know my house is already set up for them. You know that this is not the zoo's policy. This they you're not going to fucking they're not Rumpelstiltskin. Oh. You're not going to trick them with this this bargain, okay? You have to take an, a real animal, oh. not man, the most beautiful perfect animal. You know what huh? I'm to do? I'm going to wait until one of you two picks an animal and then I'm going to pick an animal that can that is effective against it. Oh, like a Pokémon. Okay. Yeah, say Justin gets a hippopotamus. Uh huh. I'm gonna. Th- now the problem is, Justin, if you get a fish, most animals are pretty effective against fish. Yeah, you just have them. You just have the fish. Um, I want to make an, a quick announcement. Um, normally, when we talk about animals, people who know more about animals than us decide to um, saddle up <laughs> and come on over and tell us the things we said that are wrong. Please save your time. Unless we know. All- all the th- mm. unless you're Jeff Corwin, 
Because I've been meaning to hang okay. out with that fool. If Jeff, if you want to get at us with your animal info, or just Travis, I am not familiar with your stuff. Oh, Jeff but, Cohen um, had you, a great show on Disney when I was growing up. It taught me a lot about how to pick up snakes with a big hooked Riddler cane. I learned how to pick up snakes from mystery, like a proper gentleman. He taught me about negging <laughs> snakes and... um. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show, and we're so happy that you spent some of your time with us. If you're in the Cincinnati area and you would like to come see us perform, you have an opportunity to do that by heading on over to bit.ly forward slash 20 funny, and you can get tickets to our shows on February 19th and 20th. 19th will be Mabim Bam with Sawbones. The 20th will be The Adventure Zone. So uh, please come uh, see those shows if you have not already purchased tickets. If you can get, get on over there, um, we would sure appreciate it. Oh, thank and, you. And we'll just go ahead and say, I can't give any specifics. But we'll be announcing some more tour dates soon. So keep an eye out for that. Stay tuned. Hey, uh, thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, it's a great little track. Great uh, great earworm, as they say. And thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can check out all the shows at MaximumFun.org. They got stuff like, uh, you know, Switchblade Sisters. They got stuff like Story Break. They got stuff like uh, Judge John Hodgman and a whole bunch more. MaximumFun.org. We have all our stuff at MacRoy.Family if you want to see all our uh, merch and other garbage. Uh, uh, y'all. Speaking, speaking of that, real quick, so you have merch and stuff you can buy. The Adventure Zone graphic novel, available for pre-order now. Mm. Pedal to the metal, it's going to be the best one yet. I guarantee it. You can go get that at theadventurezonecomic.com. Uh, here's our final Yahoo. This one was sent in by Emma Kant. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous. Uh, I'm going to call them Lawrence asks, is there any way to improve my singing. The birthday candle wish thing didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May you kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.